What's up, guys? Welcome to Absurd Curiosity Podcast, the only podcast with three unqualified professionals who may or may not know what we're talking about. I'm your host among hosts, Cole Adam Davis. Joining me is the always beautiful Stephen Pallotta. How's it going? And then we also got the wonderful, like just, just hair beaming, like oh my god, like beautiful, Scotty Smith. Hey y'all. <laughs> and then we've got the glue that like literally holds this episode or like this entire show together like he he completely changed the way our entire show runs austin Blaschke. yo what's up everyone how's it going today now right now you can't see him because he's doing some remote work in a location that we can't either (laughs) confirm or deny where he's at or what he's doing but uh, he will come, uh, video will be coming for him soon. Since this is like episode one, I know we did a pilot, but like episode one is going to be our first official podcast. So I wanted to take a minute and just go around and explain why we're doing what we're doing. Like why I'm in this podcast, uh, why I started it, and you know what I look forward to doing. So um, I guess I'll go first. So basically, for new listeners who want to know who I am, I'm a pre-med student at LSU. I'm currently in the process of applying to medical school. Uh, I love working on projects, doing research, uh, building, working on things, uh, anything to do with innovation and learning. I absolutely love it. And I'm an extreme extrovert, so I love talking to people. So this podcast made a lot of sense to me because I like talking to interesting people and how they're going to make the world a better place. So that's why I got into it, started it. Um, I didn't start it by myself. I have these amazing people next to me or, you know, virtually next to me who's done this. Um, what about you, Steven? Why yeah, did you get so, into this? Uh, gotcha, yeah. Uh, Cole reached out to me through Twitter. He said, hey, I got an opportunity to, you know, uh, help you increase your, your OnlyFans account. And <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's something I'm going to have to take you up on. It, it just makes sense. Um, Dude, Newt, A1, A, A1. I mean, you know, he, he actually, you got to, you've been working out, bro. Like, I got to I gotta give it to you. Like, COVID, you, you know, people been getting fat because of COVID, but not you, bro. You've been Yeah, I'm, I'm getting all those donations, man. It's, it's, been, it's been good. I appreciate the opportunity. So I, I'll, I'll tell you real quick. No, but quick. seriously, um, though. Yeah, this, this all started back when COVID was at basically a peak, and... Cole was looking for anyone who was um, who was in need of any PPE, and he said, "Hey, like, do you do you know anyone who needs it?" Um, and at that time, there there wasn't anyone who was specifically reaching out to me saying, "Hey, we need PPE." Yeah. Um, but from there, we we were able to grow our, our friendship and our relationship. Started yeah. the flame. Yeah. And um, and you know, just mutual interest, and it's a it seems like a great way to to give back and and add some entertainment and. Uh, creativity to this world it's it's so weird because um this all started because i was procrastinating studying on the mcat one day like dead ass (laughs) i I was like i was studying on the mcat i was studying for the mcat and then covid started hitting and i noticed uh, like louisiana wasn't gonna have enough ventilators and people started dying at a very fast rate and i wasn't seeing any anybody do anything about it so um i saw elon started giving out ventilators and I, i started tweeting at elon out of like, let me see if I can help, and procrastinating against the MCAT, and 
he responded. And then, like, all these people from, like, the Tesla community started following me. Uh, and they helped me out. Like, you, you helped me out a, a, a fuck... A, can't say that online but like a, a metric fuck a ton. ton yeah a fuck a ton. ton yeah a ton. yeah but what about you scotty like what what got you into doing this podcast or what do you look forward to yeah. do in this podcast yeah for sure um so i mean i've always wanted to do one and just one day i just brought up the fact that i wanted to start a podcast one day to cole and i think we were probably studying uh, i'm also by the way applying to med school currently and yeah, he just, he was like, bro, I would definitely love to do that. So I took him up on it and I was, and I told him that I, I would be down to, you know, participate. So here we are. And I'm just super excited to just meet, meet new people. Like I've already met, you know, just Steven and Austin, and I'm excited to just learn new things and just to encourage an environment of just, I don't know, just some friends having fun and just the spreading of awesome knowledge. So knowledge I guess that's basically guys, what i, what I see. <laughs> do you guys remember the like youtube ad it was like uh i'm out here with my yellow lamborghini but you know what i love more than my lamborghini <laughs> knowledge knowledge <laughs> oh we'll get God. him on here episode five <laughs> episode five we're, we're aggressive on our timelines uh dude, we're very aggressive and we also <laughs> always uh are a little bit late but guess what if we still give it to you you forget you have the moon but anyway That's off that uh i don't know it sounded poetic in my head but now i look at it and it sounded <laughs> like shit okay we can't we hey, actually awesome. can't forget we can't forget the guy who made this uh th- this new way of how we're gonna do the podcast uh just make made it work. He he he's the glue that holds all this together. We're we're all a shit go he, shit show. He just brings us all together. His name is Austin Blaschke. What's up, Austin? What's up? What's up? You know, Cole Cole was doing this podcast, and he had already gotten these people together, and uh, he just let me know what he was doing, and uh, I was so interested. And uh, it's all about the experience for me, like. I just, I just want to help you guys succeed, you know, and help the community grow and talk about all the absurd things that we're going to get into. It's going to be such a great ride, and I'm so glad that I'm able to be a part of it and uh, be along for the ride. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you want to learn anything about, like, innovation or anything like that, or are you just here to see what goes happens? Well, and, you know, I'm, I'm a huge tech-savvy guy, so, like, everything we talk about is, is a full experience on a learning it's a, a huge learning experience you know meeting meeting scotty and meeting steven already has just uh expanded my world and it, it's so much fun being around you guys so i'm glad to be here so this podcast is really gaping you and who sure, you 100%. talk to <laughs> okay okay uh, moving off that shit so, so far we're like semi-family friendly this is this is good yeah dude friendly it could go a lot faster. yeah we, we got this i mean it's just the first episode we have plenty of time to get to yeah get we got plenty it. of time until china takes over and we're all speaking mandarin but um, so i've been practicing gotta get, download duolingo dude duolingo didn't duolingo <laughs> at one point like send threats like you're not you haven't done your uh stuff today and then like i'll come oh. find you what yeah yeah i remember no. seeing that on twitter at one point that's wild i mean they send notifications but anyways I dude i could have sworn <laughs> yeah i just want to let you guys know before i like go into this topic that i find very interesting um 
because I, I got to explain myself here, because if I don't explain myself, I'm just going to come off as creepy on the first episode. I don't want to do that yet. Uh, <laughs> that's more that of, in episode two. <laughs> uh, so, like, I'm trying to ease them into how creepy... I'm not even going to get into it. It's, it's a plan. All right. Anyway, um, so I've started this new VPN called Tunnel Bear, and it's awesome. I, I love it. It's very quick and everything, but... Ever since I've started using Tunnel Tunnel Bear, I get these the oddest ads on like sides of websites. And I was on this website and this ad popped up and it was something for like V Mind Industry. Um, it, it's this virtual partner game, right? Austin, can you look it up for us, please? Alright, so basically this this I don't know how to say it, but basically it's a device. It's a device that you stick your dick in, and basically it's a flashlight. Let's just get it out there. It's a flashlight that you fuck. All right, and this company has innovated uh, and designed a virtual partner that you. Uh, can somewhat talk to and have sex with. Like you could designer, you you can you you can have. Uh, they've modeled porn stars and stuff like that. So, so what do you use VR for this, or how's this work? I don't know. Like their website's super vague. Like it's super vague. Um, it, but basically, whenever you thrust, there are <laughs> motion sensors inside this freaking flashlight. <laughs> And it moves the girl and jiggles her on screen. So it's one. It's pretty uh, complex. I, I got to give it, a lot of credit for that. That's, that's so pretty, like, um, I wasn't interested. It, pretty well done. Well, well, see, here's the thing. All right. You think that Google has all your information now, but just wait until Google has literally how hard you thrust, which way you're thrusting and what angle you're thrusting. Like, I give this five years. It's the years. angle that's going to do us over. That's that's the one that gets us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, what if people started like judging you on that? Like it was like a it's like a rating. Like it became a rate system. Like on Facebook, you a thir- yeah, thrust rating. Like Sounds it judged like a really you. Really intense Black Mirror episode now. Dude, we're getting no, there. And exactly. that's So like I don't know, man. Like the virtual world, the virtual girlfriend scene for me is going to be interesting. Cause like, would, would you be inclined to try that as an option? Not this specific device. Oh, the, the flashlight? The of, well, the concept of a virtual girlfriend. In, uh, 10, 20. in 10 to 20 years? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't. To the point where it's 90% indistinguishable from a human. Virtually or like a sex robot with an AI built in it? The latter. The latter? Yes. Ah, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like for some long years, it's going to be kind of taboo uh, having, like, a fully functional robot that you fuck and it's your girlfriend. Oh, that's going to be completely taboo. Oh, well, yeah. you, you would you would have to have a sense of, like, a somewhat sense of, like, an AGI in there, or else you're literally just walking around with a robot. In my opinion, like, people wouldn't take that seriously. I don't, oh I mean, well, yeah. So it would, if anything, it actually becomes less taboo over time. Yeah, it's going to become less taboo over time. But hopefully, you know, my my thing is like, 
the AI, unless it rises up and starts killing you, other than that, it's going to be, like, very obedient, going to do whatever you want, it'll like you, well, it'll be programmed to like you, no matter, you know, if you get fat or not, so what's the point of keeping yourself up, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to keep myself up because I like health, but, like, that, that's mm. what people are going to see. Yeah. And also, you don't have to deal with, like, relationship issues, like, ew, what is that, you know? There's the end of uh, reproduction for humans. That could very well be it. <laughs> Right. That could be that's, maybe could that's a great a filter. Yeah, it could be a good thing. Uh, that, mm. that that could be our great filter. So here's something that, that humans no longer want to reproduce with humans. This whole sex doll thing is starting to like already happen. Like whenever I was in uh, at MD Anderson um, in Houston, I, I was I was in the lab one day, and the, one of my partners came in and he was like dude did you hear about the houston sex brothel uh sex robot brothel and i was like i'm sorry what and it apparently got shut down um austin can you actually pull that up some type of way like find a website about the the brothel make sure you're an incognito move yeah dude you don't want to get odd ads like i'm getting <laughs> oh my god all right i've got that cnbc pulled up now man. They um, actually blocked it, but the Houston government actually bro blocked the sex robot uh, uh, and said that uh, we are not in the city. So, no, no, so like the way he was talking so, about it, the way he was talking happened? with Houston or the one that uh, I'm not sure. So, like the one that I heard about, I never really looked it up because I was busy at the time, but. Way he made it sound was like they busted down doors and like were ripping people Hopefully out. Hopefully, they of... didn't have to do catch anyone in the act. So like, here's my <laughs> thing, dude. Like, it sounds great and all because like technically it isn't prostitution, mm. but like I feel bad for the guy that has to clean them after. Oh, I mean, somebody somebody's got to do that job, bro. For sure. It says here that uh, one council member said that he planned to record the business's patrons and in entering the building and shame them online. I don't see anything about entering houses. Or <laughs> There's something for everyone. Oh my god, dude. What if somebody is like getting off on the fact that somebody's going to like a sex brothel? Like with robot dolls. <laughs> Are you looking that up? It's on. Can oh, you okay. see my screen? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, we, 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 we can, we can okay. see it. That is we can really see it. We can also see all your search history too. <laughs> don't, don't, What's that don't, on your fourth tab? What is that? Oh my! Don't don't step. Oh my. Don't press P, oh bro. My. So I, I mean, we, we kind of talked about this already, and you know, at the point where you would almost accept it. But at what point? I mean, hard hard to put a date, like a specific date, in in the future on this. But would this become indistinguishable from reality? where you could have an AI robot walk up to you and say, hey, Cole, what are you doing tonight? And you're oh, like, out. How do you know my name? That's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you proceed to go out on a nice date. Things go well. And at, at this point, this, this entire time, you have no idea that this is some robot. Oh, my God, dude. What, what, is, uh, what is that called? That, there's a test. There's a test for AI. Is it the Turing test? Yeah. The Turing? T Turing. Yeah, Turing? Turing test. Turing test, yeah. dude. That's wild. I, I don't know, dude. I, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, so, 2016. Here, here's 2016. Yeah, so well, maybe, well, well within our lives. Well within our lives. Yeah, yeah, within within our lives, and possibly before Ford becomes uh, carbon neutral, which 
Oh my god. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Didn't they huh? say they said by like twenty fifty? Yeah, they wanted to be carbon neutral by twenty fifty. Oh, okay, gotcha. World what? worldwide or for these dolls? Dude, I don't know, but like <laughs> they just said twenty fifty and it's like, dude, twenty fifty? You realize That's we're gonna have dude, we're gonna have a fucking moon base and a Mars base, and you're still not gonna be carbon <laughs> carbon negative. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion. Am I looking at it in a bad light? Because, like, 30 years is kind of like, that's a problem for tomorrow's me. It's not good, right? right. You know, if, if, you're not, if you're not correcting the problem today, you're part of the problem. Yeah. I, not to get, like, political on it, but, you know, if, you, if you're not, yeah, if you're yeah. not making the change, yeah. then you're thereby, you know, part, part of the problem. Um, so, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little testimony. Yeah, so, Austin, so, uh, you pulled up some, um, some of the AI stuff. What is? Can you read that to us? We're having. Can you so, read that? Um, it says for the uh, the sex brothel that uh, was proposed in Houston, right? Mm -hmm. um, that this isn't just a fleshlight. They are fairly sophisticated, uh, and the people who make the robots claim that they are so convincing that people are capable of falling in love with them. They have some degree <laughs> of AI using the some basic voice recognition technology that is in your phone or Alexa device. So and what is it? What does it mean so by can Alexa I buy device? One of these on Amazon? Is that is that what you're saying? Do I get uh, Prime? Pretty much, like, and it says the newer models can be seduced, requiring stimulation stimulation to the parts which you probably expect to activate. Are they so talking was, about emotionally or physically? I'm not gonna take this thing out to dinner, am I? I've already paid yeah, like twenty five thousand dollars. Like at this point, I might as well just get a real girlfriend. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to go through all this effort, look. No, I'm not good. Working. I'm not feeling it, it tonight. It can be seduced. Doesn't doesn't have to be seduced. Of course, you can just do whatever you want to it. But what do you think, Scotty? Are you gonna be uh switching out for a a sex robot anytime soon? Or are you gonna go with the real deal for right now? I don't know. I can never see myself doing it personally. A I know robot? there's people that would. Huh? A robot what you don't see yourself doing a robot oh no <laughs> so Hell no, man. i really uh, i really couldn't I, I, you know i i could i could try to put myself in the position try I maybe would but i just i can't i just can't visualize myself <laughs> ever thinking that that would be normal i don't know i just what if it had like big anime titties Oh, I then think yeah. that would make it worse. <laughs> I think that would, that would sell me. That would sell that you? Really would sell so, like, you, your dream girl just has big anime titties and what, just calls you, like, senpai or something like that? <laughs> that honestly, that, that sounds, sounds like great. That. Sim Sim yeah, senpai I mean. Smith. Senpai <laughs> Smith? <laughs> Daddy Senpai Smith? Whatever. Uh, so, on to things that won't get us kicked off of YouTube. Let's go ahead and talk about the pace of innovation. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm so sorry, fucking... mom, if you're watching this right now. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Dear family, friends, <laughs> and beloved ones, my right. deepest apologies for the last 23 minutes and 44 seconds of, Damn, of what you've right. had to I'm experience. Sorry. I'm in no way affiliated or in support of ever getting a sex call or a sex girlfriend or 
whatever this was. See, hey, I can't. I'm not I, saying that. I'd love one. Dude, I, I can't say shit. I, I, I can't say shit because, well, like. You, really you brought one to graduation. I, yeah, yeah, I brought a sex doll to prom, graduation, and there, believe it or not, there's actually a picture of me with that I sex mean, doll on the International Space Station. There is a picture of me holding kidding. a sex doll. And my best friend with Hampton, my best friend Hampton, holding the sex doll on the International Space Station. Awesome. Dude, and the way that I got it on there is, like, freaking re- uh, amazing how easy it was. Technically, Elon helped you do that. Dude, Elon helped me. By the way, Elon, <laughs> thank you no so idea. much for... <laughs> Dude, Elon, thank you so much for getting a picture of me uh, with a sex doll on the, sta- the space station, man. It was awesome. That might be the first uh, bit of any sort of that on outside... Of- Holy cow, you might have done the first bit of, like, porn outside of Earth's atmosphere. Well, I guess well, technically well, the... Well, we uh, wouldn't... Yeah, it's not porn. Xenos, I don't think Xen- we... It's no, not, it's it, not it's porn. Just... It's sexually content. The first but nude image? It, it, it's, but it's also it's, not it's really... sexual content. Nah, sexual content. You, I don't know. Well, uh, see, like, she was in a dress. She was, she was in a tasteful dress, okay? I had to take her to... Uh, dude, okay, you know, what makes it, you know what makes it better? My graduation was held at a church. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Clearly, we've we've advanced to a point in civilization where innovation has just gotten to such an absurd point. Oh, by me being able to uh, by you the... being able to get the photo into space, right? Dude, uh, my okay. <laughs> my thought is is where does that put us in in our timeline? For innovation, right? So we had first flight, right? Wright Brothers, early 1900s, like 1903. We had Man on the Moon in 1969. I don't even. I, we have you launching pictures of you in a flow of dollars. So, so, like, although, it, so it, it's, where it's, does that put us? Okay, okay. So, like, uh, one, it puts us uh, launching pictures of 22-year-old guys into space with a sex doll. But like, I, I think we should take more importantly of how the rockets like how far along we've come in the last few years is like look back in 2000 what was it 2008 when spacex was founded or when was space uh, when was spacex um, founded austin can you look that for us can you just can you look up my fair sarah can you please <laughs> fetch me the date of the spacex i uh i think that was the year that they were facing bankruptcy so it it, it they had to be established Probably like 2006, 2004. May 6th, 2002. So like 2002, Elon was thinking about uh, having reusable rockets or, you know, something of that idea. Mm. And even in 2012, we didn't, a lot of people did not believe and still did not, like had zero faith in reusable rockets. They said it would just never be a thing. And uh, now, I think 2015, uh, maybe, what is that, 2002 to 2015? So was it almost like decade and three years? time we now have reusable rockets that has opened up massive doors and i only see it getting faster especially with the adding of ai he was he was told by boeing that he that boeing like which is like one of like the, the gods of aviation straight up to lead on they're like don't even try it literally don't even try it you you won't be able to do reusable rockets it's it's just not worth your time it's and then a few years later, he's like, oh, here, I present to you my, my <laughs> self-landing rocket. Oh, uh, thanks. Anybody else watch the recent, what was it, Doug? And I can't remember his other name, other astronaut's name. I apologize. The uh, the, the launch up in space recent? Demo 2, yeah. Oh, dude, that was amazing. Scotty, did you catch it? I didn't. I was working. It was, uh, it was like I was a little kid watching this. 
it, it was so <laughs> it was so cool dude i was like whenever they're going 10 9 8 i literally got nervous i don't get nervous often often but like i i started to get like goosebumps well the the the, the, the other launch got scrubbed shoot i, I yeah. want to say it was like 30 minutes prior to launch I, I might i might be off on that but once it got down to like 15 i was like oh there's a this is probably gonna happen you get down to like five minutes and you're like okay at this point the only thing that's really going to stop it is the onboard computer saying no. And then you no. get down to 10 seconds, and there's still a chance. There's still, I mean, that thing could literally go down to the last few milliseconds and decide to cancel. Cancel, dude. Once it got, yeah, and that's happened. That's happened. It's gone down to like I mean, 0. 0.03 and just, doop, nope, you're not. Really? Dude, I mean, like, mm. I would rather that. I mean, it, it, that's a big, uh, it would give, give a lot of astronauts blue balls, like, oh as hell. Oh, my gosh. horrible. <laughs> but, like, oh. I mean... I mean, I'd rather that, you know, that it get a clip at point zero 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 three seconds to go, and and something like, go call it off, and then go. Yeah, what was the name of the, the um, Challenger? Did you know that Big Bird was supposed to be on the Challenger instead of that teacher? Oh, was it like a stuffed Big Bird or like a human I, I don't of a Big Bird? I don't think they would send a human up into space dressed up as Big Bird. Like I feel like that would just be difficult. <laughs> Such a waste. Yeah. Like, can you imagine having a big bird? No, 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 no. Sesame Street Big Bird. Austin, can you please look this up for us? <laughs> Sesame, like they're gonna uh, take the biggest bird they could find. Hey, you, you're a big bird. I think, space. I think. I <laughs> think. Like, yeah, the dude. Ac the, the, the actual big bird. The yellow one. No, I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna do. Is it real? Or did I just hear that? I've never heard of that yes, before. Is. I've never heard. That's that just caught me so off guard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that would be a pain in the butt to get, unless it was like a little toy version. Okay, it, no, 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 no. It had to be like human right. size. I'm pretty sure. But like my thing was, can you imagine? Okay, I I, I thought it as like a big road on the challenger mission. <laughs> wow. I feel like, yeah. So like big oh. bird, yeah. So, like, I feel yeah. like it would have been, like, a life-size stuff version, and they wouldn't send a guy in a Big Bird costume in a NASA... No. No. <laughs> in a NASA suit. Can, by the way, can we just talk about how fucking right. hard that would be? And how expensive? No, they would never... That's just so dumb to even think about. History.com <laughs> says that a beloved character from Sesame Street may seem like an unlikely passenger on a space-bound mission, but the puppeteer inside the yellow-feathered suit, Carol Spinney, had actually been invited to join the Challenger mission. Wow. It says, I once got a letter from NASA asking if I would be willing to join oh. a mission to orbit the Earth as Big Bird. Oh, and so like that so makes they sense. really wanted the actress plus Big Bird the actor, in space. The actor wow. dressed in his big suit. So like, oh my, my thing is, how would they do that? that? He didn't go up. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that, that's kind of like not getting on board. What, what, was, what was Big Bird's name? The actual uh, uh, the actor's name is yeah. Carol Spinney. Oh, it's, oh, Carol. It's, uh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Dude, wow. like, can you imagine? My thing would be like, would NASA develop an, a a nice suit for him, like a custom suit? Or how I think would he would that... wear the suit and just throw on the Big Bird costume outside the suit. So the whole point was to get to encourage kids to get interested in space. Well, I mean, uh, in another interview, Spinney yeah. told Chicago Sun Times that he was the first civilian asked to go up in a space shuttle. So here's here's a question for you: the the fact that this didn't happen, right? It was a teacher instead of Big Bird, and the whole concept was to get kids 
pumped up about space. Mm-hmm. Is it not trying to get like sad here, but like is it is it better that it was the teacher and not Big Bird? You know, how how many kids grew up not going, Oh my god, Big Bird you know, like like seriously, if you're a little kid, you could get totally yeah. scarred by something like that happening. But like Big Bird died trying to go to space. You're like three or four years old, you have no Dude. idea. You're just like Big Bird's dead. Dude, you know? I don't I don't know. I, like, I, I, yeah. I mean at that age or if you were say like I don't know the normal audience is like five years old, I guess for example. Like, would you as a five year old know that, or like they would just throw a different actor in the Big Bird suit, and you would still have Big Bird? I mean, you would still have Big Bird, or or there would be this giant case where they would have to say we can't promote Big Bird now, so they would have to kill off Big Bird as you know a character in the show, which think... would destroy Sesame Street. Yeah. Um, it would. Yeah. I mean, that would be. Be right that there's a guy who he helped develop this satellite thing um, that that took I think certain data from the sun, and the reason that he got into creating instruments rather than actually wanting to go into space himself, I think traces back to uh, the disasters in NASA that that happened, and he okay. said I I much rather send a robot into space than have to send a human into space. So he was scarred by that stuff from when he was a kid, but it turned out to be for the better. I want to make this statement really quickly. I, 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 I do make jokes about Big Bird going on into space in the Challenger mission, but that those those great people that died on that Challenger mission, uh, sorry to like all the families and everything like that. Like it's never, a, a, you know, I mean it's not funny to lose lives, you know. Um, Especially the teacher, dude. The teacher was going to inspire, and I like, dude. I respect the f- the fuck out of that that teacher, that elementary school teacher that did. It was elementary or middle school, either way, dude. She was I'm not she sure was awesome. Either way. either way, she was awesome. Going back to like sending a robot, it, it makes more sense to send robots. It's easier. You don't have to like make life like health systems. You don't have to. Yeah. Uh, they could they could go on forever. You could ship ship them out further. They can get hurt and we can just send another one i guess that the issue that we currently face and that we did face was there's so many things that revolve or involve uh, at least somewhat fine motor movements that mm-hmm. robots previously and even today to a degree just can't do um where you would need i mean like literally assembling the space station yeah, they're not, gonna be they're, there's yeah. probably not anything today that can even do that i mean it's it's 2020 and we probably don't have anything that can assemble a space station in space. I think we could build, a robot can build a space station if it's programmed to do it in a set environment. Like, space is kind of easy, but doing it on Mars, Mars has, it's going to be kind of hostile, and things are going to change, and we're going to need to be able to go off on a whim. Speaking of AI, so I'm super, super stoked about, I don't know if y'all Y'all also share this like interest, but like I want to play the hell out of Cyberpunk seventy seven, mm. and I know they have some AI in that game, and not not entirely sure the background about the storyline, but like what do y'all think about? I guess that kind of game and that kind of society. Uh, Is that the one with uh, with Keanu Reeves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm so stoked <laughs> for it. They can't. They just I'm pushed so it back again. Is that yeah, for next gen consoles or, or is that for existing? It's going to come out uh, for this this set of generation consoles, and then yeah. if you buy it for this generation console, it'll automatically get transferred over to next gen. But dude, it oh, it it looks amazing, dude. Uh, no, it's 
it looks beautiful. It looks so immersive. Like, I'm super, super from from what I've heard, they said that the game is it, you know it has that whole vibe of like a, an open world concept, like GTA and right. Watch Dogs and Saints yeah, Row. But they said yeah. there's something about it where the, the creators of the game are not afraid to let you go explore. Where something like GTA and, um, I mean, I, I don't know too many other games that are like, like Saints Row, Watch Dogs, where there, there's a lot of times where like there's certain things where you just feel like you shouldn't have been able to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Cyberpunk, there's a lot of places like go, go explore. Like you're, you're welcome yeah, they, to go they there. They encourage it more. Every other game like GTA, mm-hmm. all the NPCs mm-hmm. have like a set path. Like they have to walk from this store to that store. The, so, the, then instead, the NPCs now have like a, a, a to-do list. So if you like block them and getting in, get in their way, they will maneuver around you and still go do everything that they have on their mind to do. <laughs> Is that yes? Yeah, so right? Almost a little so bit more intelligent. I, I have it pulled up. So in a yeah. sense. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is still going to have pathing, right? The the characters and the AI and just the city creation is still going to have pathing. So like you said, they have a to-do list of mm-hmm. things that they do every day. It's not the same every day. They they have jobs. Oh. Each character? Uh, yes. Every single living piece wow. of AI in the game has no its own way. automation. Yes, it says here that's that awesome. comprehensive, comprehensive technology for the creation of live cities of great scale, playable in real time, which is based on the principles of artificial intelligence and automation. That's like revolutionary. Yeah, this this will be the first game that does it. It has a dynamic AI that will, like you said, go around you if you block their path or anything. Yeah. And they can they have a ra- a wide range that they are allowed to go in, but it is still technically path. Wow. So that's what the, the, the video was I, I watched before. They were saying how like the, the, the creator is not afraid to let you go explore. That's probably part of it. Yeah, it creates like, a yeah, more, of, so very a more seamless multiplayer, yeah. a seamless immersive multiplayer experience. So wait, 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 wait. You said multiplayer? Yes. So they announced that after the no. release, they oh, are adding multiplayer. Oh, okay. So after release, I wonder how that's gonna yes, work. After uh, on release, it is just yeah. single player. Yes. I don't care, Oof. dude. You probably have a long time, dude. Like single player is gonna, this is gonna be, be one of the best games of all time, man. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be up there. When when is this supposed to come out? It was supposed to come out uh, a month ago, and then they pushed it back to what was it, September? September. And now it's November. Hmm. Ooh. Let's yeah. see the exact date. When when are the next gen consoles supposed to come out? December. Do we know? No, November. They're coming out early November. Oh, really? They're coming out early November? Wow. Yeah, all right. So this game, Cyberpunk. Maybe that's why they keep pushing the, uh, they keep pushing this because they they want it to be on the new consoles. um, Yeah. Which is, they did announce that this game is made for the new consoles. That's got to be why. Uh, The actual release date of Cyberpunk 2077 was indeed pushed back to November 19th. When does the PS5 come out? Cause like that, uh, that's gonna like it's either gonna be it's either gonna be really catered towards the PS5 or the um, November twentieth. Come on, bro. PS5 releases November twentieth, twenty twenty. Okay, what about the Xbox? Do they have pre-orders on that? I gotta get my nerdiness back up, man. I feel like I'm missing out. There's a lot of good things coming. Dude, out. so like <laughs> I'm I, getting pumped. 
I thought it was going to be a kind of boring year for games in general. Oh, it hasn't been a boring year. No, no, it hasn't been a boring year at all. Like, we've had, like, three pandemics, almost a world war. So, like... Three. I can't forget about the world war in January. That almost... That destroyed the Dude. stock market for, like, a few hours. And I was like, no, actually, everything's fine. Don't worry about <laughs> the it. The Xbox Series X does not have a release date yet. It just says 2020 holiday. Okay, so basically... I mean, it was a day It'd off. So, holiday. like... So, Cyberpunk legitimately just probably said, yeah, we're going to do it 19th. So, they can't say that we were just waiting for the PS5. But it's for, yeah, the day before. We were doing it for that. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that for that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. I'm gonna say I, I'm probably not gonna get it for PS5. I'm gonna get it for Xbox. But like speaking, right, of, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say I gotta both. ask, um, what would you guys go with? PS5 I'm definitely getting it for, for PS5 the, uh, and Xbox X. Xbox One, right? Xbox, Xbox Series X. Xbox gonna... Series X time. Sorry. Yo yo yo. Okay, quick question: Is it gonna be cross compatible? I they do get, not know oh. if the multiplayer is going to be crossing it out. There is this thing that I saw from OpenAI the other day, and it's freaking insane. Um, for those who don't know, OpenAI is one of the many companies that Elon Musk runs and does. A- a- am I right? Ran. Huh? Ran. Ran? Oh. oh, he used to run? He decided one day. I, I, I don't know. I, I think there were some like super just rough internal conflict um but i i think he still supports them from from what i know i, I don't want to be wrong here um but i think he still like supports them whether it's financially or just supports them and how he can um but he, he did leave them and I, I i think what happened was his whole concept and 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 mission and goal for open ai was to to have it to where um basically the that everything was open, right? That every everything that they worked on, everything that that involved AI was open, so that people wouldn't have to worry about one person getting in control of, mm-hmm. of all the data. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't seem to care for that thought, and um, yeah. borderline like ousted him. Well, so like this this kind of like, I mean, raises it even more because the uh, OpenAI just released this thing called uh, OpenAI jukebox have you seen that have you guys seen that at all oh i think i have where uh, frank sinatra mm-hmm. sings dude it's more than frank sinatra dude yeah. it's insane dude. honestly can you pull that oh, up for oh, us yesterday. we gotta put a link if, if um it, it's right there if, uh, for like for youtube oh yeah yeah you guys something totally worth checking out it, it, yeah if you guys that'll, that'll blow your mind so, ju- so jukebox is a net a neutral net that generates music, including neural net, dude. My guy, neural net, my guy. <laughs> raw audio in a variety of genres and adults and adult style, artist styles. So, so um, basically, in layman's terms, um, this AI um, listens to a bunch of artists and listens to their songs, and then you could feed it um, like a some lyrics to sing, and it will mimic uh, that person singing and. On their website that we're going to link on YouTube uh, in the description down below, uh, and, and if you guys aren't watching this on YouTube, you can uh, look it up at openai.com jukebox and just like type that into um, Google, openai jukebox, and it's going to pull up. And you're going to see like these SoundCloud clippets. Listen to them. Austin, can you play one for us? Like, can we hear it? Or uh, I don't know if you guys will be able to hear it. Uh, maybe if you played it in the groove. Uh, that wouldn't work. 
Um, it's SoundCloud. I think it will. You can get it. Oh, we can hear it. Sounds like crap right now. It's Christmas time. There you go. You know what that means. Dude. Oh, oh my god, time. dude. As I like the tree this year, you'll be Things that he's never sung before, by the way. Yeah, this is this is completely right. new. Oh, you, you can hardly distinguish. Okay, Austin, can you send that down? Do we have to worry about copyright infringements when it was an AI who made it? Dude, that's what I was about to bring up. Like who owns who owns the, the copyrights to that? Is it Frank Sinatra's no, family right. or is it the AI? It's I, I, I there, there's something my, one of my favorite YouTubers out there, Tom Scott. Um, man, there's just like, oh, dude, he's awesome. It's like, a, he, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, but he, I think he has a video out there on on this, on the concept of uh, copyright and AI copyright. And I mean, you could have an AI that runs tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of, uh, of, of songs. Right. Mm-hmm. And I could just copyright them all. And then what would happen is nobody else would have the 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 availability to make their own music mm-hmm. to compete with what the AI already made and copyrighted. That so makes therefore, sense. everything would be copyrighted, and you would never have the chance to make your own music without having to worry about legal. Huh. Yeah. That's. See, I, I I I don't see it doing that because I think. You know, the government's going to step in and be like, okay, we can't. Well, I mean, they already stepped in and saying AI themselves can't copyright. They've already said that mm-hmm. the U.S. Patent Office said you can't uh, patent or copyright um, things that AI made. You have to do that yourself. But I can see, like, um, recording company or, like, record labels, like, signing on this person for, like, so many albums. But, like, after they do their first album or whatever, they go, actually, we don't need you anymore. And, like not paying them anything because they're not technically producing an album their writers are just writing the lyrics and then the ai sings it so they're like they're just raking in money from this artist meanwhile that other artist that's not allowed to release an album is like stuck in that three contract or four contract uh thing so like that that record company is not allowing the 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 artist to release music on their own, but still like raking in money from all the AI produced, like 100% of the money from the AI produced songs. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Was that too long? No. Essentially, they're like using the artists, or what, what the artist has given the AI to work with to crank out. Revenue. Just hit off hit after hit. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, exactly create unlimited music essentially so pretty crazy i don't know man i I, i'm kind of curious yeah at the rate this is going like this if that were to ever happen like it would be kind of hard sometimes especially as the technology is getting better and better like we were talking about earlier about being having the technology indistinguishable from reality you know like we may not be able to tell if am I listening to Drake or is this Drake's, you know, oh, robot like a- a- or AI, AI that I'm listening to. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. It makes a lot of things, you know, when you think about technology just in general, getting that advanced, it, it makes you kind of think about how life might be, or some aspects of life, I should say, might become a little obsolete. I was just thinking the other day, like, I just work at a warehouse and we just package, um, just package things into boxes and we just ship them on an assembly line. Like those jobs still exist today. And just as technology just keeps, keeps going. Yeah. Like, it could be in like 10 years, jobs like that are just, that are normally human operated, like they'll, they'll be gone. I, I wouldn't have a job in say maybe 10 years, depending, mm. I don't know. Uh, dude, I, I, I think about I, that a lot. Uh, <laughs> and that is something that we're going to cover next podcast every week in every podcast or every podcast we're going to have the tweet of the week or comment of the week uh if you guys comment on our youtube channel twitter anything and we find it funny or we love it we're gonna feature you guys on here and you guys can post like anything like provocative statements or i don't know just anything links to and, your only fans account Steven collects them at this point, dude. You you gotta like, what are you on? Like seven? At least eight. Oh Jesus! Like, how do you have a bank account? But anyway, our tweet of the week is: uh, Can you read it to us? Yes, uh, it's by at Corey Rivers one. He says, "At absurd curiosity, good stuff, guys. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Love the authenticity." Aww. Thanks, so Corey. Thanks, yeah, Corey. Dude. You're awesome. Corey, that was such a such a nice comment yeah dude, you know what steven you know i think you should uh send him a like a 50 percent off for like a month oh, like a month cool. subscription for your only fans dude oh yeah that's, Check that's a great idea program. you know what i'm talking about all right come on you gotta do it you gotta peer pressure bro <laughs> you gotta you have to market yourself a little better jesus christ <laughs> dude <laughs> scotty you're being savage you've got a lot you've got a lot going for you Right. Okay. I don't want to see the talent go to waste. Anyway, guys, that's a wrap on this podcast episode one. Uh, I can't wait to have you guys for episode two. Um, come back a week or two weeks from now. 